hello, hello, beautiful people. And we are back with another episode of Honey, Honey It's Yours. Boom. But before we get into it, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in this season thus far. You know, we're a deep way in there now. So I just wanted to say something else. I, I, I never say anything after this way, so I just wanted to talk more. But <laughs> seriously, thanks for doing the name. We love you guys. All that good stuff. Make sure you went and like, comment, and subscribe. If you didn't stop right now, go do that. Come back so that we can get into the episode. Like, comment, subscribe. Boom. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm actually starting because this was my brainchild. Is that why you didn't say anything? No, because you were saying thank you, and I was letting you have your um, Well, yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> All right, so today's episode, we are going into hair and our hair history, our relationship with hair, self-worth, everything, you know, everything that encompasses hair, especially as women. So to jumpstart it off, I guess, what is our first memory of our hair like? I can go. <laughs> go ahead. I remember being like young, like elementary school, and I used to go to this lady who lived in Brooklyn to get my hair braided with my beads. You know, very cute. <laughs> and um, I would go like probably like every two weeks, every three weeks, or whatever. Wow. It was pretty frequent. It was pretty frequent. Um, my hair was thick always, so it didn't mess up too much. But I always needed new beads. So <laughs> one time while I was there, another lady was sitting in the chair, and it was in her basement. Um, and she's getting a sew-in, and I didn't know anything about sewing aside from the fact that I'm seeing a needle and understanding that this is getting sewn into her her head. <laughs> so I remember watching her like do the install, and you know the needle is a special cup, and it's not just a straight needle; it's curved, right? So I'm seeing her take the the, the waft of weft. hair, weft. weft. Thank you. <laughs> and and it looks like she's well, the track of hair and sewing the weft. Thank you. Into her scalp. So I'm like, I didn't see any braids, right? I'm watching News 12 on one side, and I'm seeing this on the other side. And so I, to this day, well, not to this day, but <laughs> up until a few years ago, was never going to do with sewing because I was just under the impression that women just have scalps of steel. Oh my God. <laughs> get hair sewn into their head. My Lord Jesus. And I just didn't, I just didn't even fathom <laughs> that there could be braids under there or anything. Or like a wig cap. Not, a, yeah. not a thing. Nope. She had on the wig cap, but... The way the needle was moving, the way she was pushing it, it wasn't going through just the wig cap. <laughs> it was going through something else. As I'm never, ever doing that, ever. And I've stuck by that to this day. Wow. Memories. Okay. I mean, that's very traumatic. Um, yeah, I mean, sorry. it wasn't like a negative trauma. It was more of like a, it was like, you know when you see your first scary movie? Well, okay. What? Ne ne like, okay, so you ever seen Chucky? Mm -hmm. I don't look, I'm much listening. Right, exactly, died. exactly. So the first time I even seen what Chucky That's was, now I'm scared that old dolls come alive. And I didn't even watch the movie. I think I saw like a trailer. But it was the same kind of thing where it's like, I saw this one little piece of what the whole thing was, and I already made my mind up that that was not going to be for <laughs> oh, me. Oh, God. You used to think there was monsters under your bed? Not under my bed. I, I, I had some sense. But the fact that but the, the doll would do come... nothing... When you're looking at them and you turn around and now they move it, especially because of Toy Story, right? We're going to put a <laughs> smile on our face, but them toys move it when you're not looking. <laughs> so if they can do it for good reasons, they can do it for bad. The Toy Story analogy crazy. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Uh, you got it, bro. That's my memory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Thank you. It was it feels like a safe space. I'm happy I could share. I've grown now. It should be a safe space. Talk about it feels like a safe space. This yeah. is a safe space. 
Um, I think my earliest memory of getting my hair done, or like done done, because I've always gotten my hair done like every two weeks, same thing too. But my mom or my aunts used to do my hair, and like that, to it's either that week, like that Sunday night maybe, I get my hair done. It will last for the week, and then fresh hair for the for church. But my hair, my first memory of my hair getting done done for like an event or something, like someone else doing my hair was my aunt's wedding and um i went to a salon and i was getting my hair pressed out and then we got like the mm-hmm. it's like a twist but it's not the two flat twist. twist a flat twist in the front with the row bands and mm-hmm. then the, the curls in the back <laughs> and it was with the marcel um hot comb the one that go in the little oven yes thing. In the oven thing and then i'm just sitting there so still because i don't want to get burned I'm sitting there so still thinking about I'm going to get burned that when she finally sprays me, it's like a cold mist and I do a chill and she just starts laughing. I was like, yeah, this is, this was nice. But that was like my first like hair done summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. So my mom always says I was vain because I never made no issues to do my hair. Like my sister used to like cry and make trouble to do her hair. I used to sit there hella pretty, hella cute. Mom did our hair. <laughs> Mommy did our hair every week. So... Like Sunday night, she would braid our hair. It would either be like, so you know, like the stairs going up to our bedrooms. Mm-hmm. She would sit on the top, like, and then I'll sit on like the stair or two below her. And she used to braid her hair every week or in the living room, braid her hair every week. That's the hair for the week. Saturday night, you unbraid your hair. Every other week, you get your hair washed. But Saturday night, you braid your hair Sunday morning and it's bubbles water for church. Mm-hmm. And it repeats yeah. every single week without fail. Like, huh? <laughs> like, every single week. And I just used to get my hair done all the time. But mom. I don't even the first time I got my hair done professionally. I don't even know because my mom used to do everything. Like mom, we had the the hot combs in the house, like the flat irons, all that stuff. Like mom used to be used to go and sit and I used to sit on the counter or sit at the chair right by the counter. Mom got the hot comb on the stove because it's before hot combs could get plugged in. Okay, <laughs> then you used to put it on the fire and used to press that hair out. Mm-hmm. And then like my adopted sister used to also do my hair and a couple different people from churches like braid my hair. like i was the guinea pig like in beauty now they braided my hair at some point or another because wow. i was the person at church like braiding the hair and then yeah maybe like third fourth fifth grade i can start remember going for myself to go get my hair done outside the, at the hair salon but i didn't need to because my mother just did it all Mm. Like that was the thing though. Then they had the long, cute, thick hair. Yes, I did. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. That was me. I'm actually looking at me fucking down. Like, yes, I did. I believe you. Right. <laughs> like, she's like, and she looking at the camera crazy. Like, that was cute. That was cute. Nah, for me, um, I don't know if I knew how to take care of my hair till college, mm. um, which is a very, very long time because. Growing up, it was, your curls are cute, but straight hair is better. Um, especially my culture where we have girls who have straight hair, we have girls who have curly hair, and then we girls who have curly, curly hair. Um, we, like, range, but always the straight hair girls got, like, the, the praise and the attention mm-hmm. and all that, whatever. So, growing up, my hair wasn't difficult for me, but then when I went to high school out here in Long Island... It was only compliments when I had straight hair. So I straightened my hair a lot in high school. And then starting college, started keeping it curly and then COVID, I actually like started caring for my hair. 
And that's like my first core hair memory where my curls actually look good. And I was like, wow, this is kind of nice. So I kept taking care of my hair. And like right now, I will get to what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but um, just even like my hair being an issue wasn't until I moved here. Because mm. growing up, my parents were like, my parents weren't really home because they were busy with church and service. So I, my hair was in a low bun. It looked crazy for the first 10 years of my life. And then we figured it out at that point. But yeah. That's interesting. I, I, remember, I remember getting it done for somebody's wedding when I was seven. Mm-hmm. After that, vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing crazy. I feel like it's always an event, like when you, like in a, a hair event, when you're going to, to someplace, yeah. make sure your hair is done, make sure you look presentable. That's like always the... Lord. Top to bottom list. Make sure your hair is mm-hmm. done, your your clothes is good, and then everything else is just like extras that mm-hmm. you add on, especially as women. But I think let's let's go into like our hair history and like how has that attached to ourselves personally aside from the hair. So you as a person, and then you and your hair. Well, before we do that, I wanted to like I think it will actually kind of help answer the question too. Like what Sarah was saying about the outside influence on the view of hair and how that's kind of like shaped. For a, a certain part of your life like your your own perspective even on your hair right because I feel like growing up it was kind of the the same but not really like I when we were younger and you had to get your hair done to go to an event you straightened your hair yeah or you got the press and the curls versus like the natural hair movement didn't become a thing till we were so in like what high school maybe, college yeah. I don't know at least for me like that was my experience like dance used to be so annoying because I like did ballet so you had your hair in that bun. Right. And it's a lot harder to get, to get certain hair, hair types in that bun, in that bun than, <laughs> than other hair types in that bun or like the whole perm thing. Like I never got my hair permed, but life was Person. all permed hair. And then even for me, like middle school, once I started straightening my hair in middle school, I was religiously going to the hair salon every two weeks to get my hair straightened. Mm-hmm. Like I remember after maybe like third Great. I think like my last picture with like bubbles or whatever is like my second grade picture. Mm-hmm. So my third grade picture, I had the flat twist mm-hmm. with the curl, like the front straight. She's grown now. Up until <laughs> right up until so like seventh grade, I remember I did like a twist out for mm-hmm. my pictures. But every year between that, it was Just like my straight straight hair. So yeah, I think yeah. like that was like a thing for everyone and how like living in the society and conforming to society, like you're here if it wasn't at least for me and my. Like, if your hair wasn't, like, straight, it was mm-hmm. weird. And then even there was a point in time where I was even frustrated with my natural hair. And I felt like everybody else had a perm. And not that I wanted a perm because I knew I didn't need a perm. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, you know, I wanted to keep my hair straight all the time now because mm-hmm. I felt like that's what hair was and had to be around. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense or yeah, It makes sense. Things. But for me, my, my hair journey or my hair history is a little bit different. Um, I don't think I really hair I, I always knew I wanted my hair to be look nice and hair done but my hair was I never like craved for my hair to be straightened or permed or anything um, because I had aunts and I had cousins that could do hair so it was more so making sure that my hair was done like braided nice and nice design or whatever mm-hmm. and my aunt always like so my aunt is the godmother for the three of us three of my cousins so she would like make sure our designs and our hair look nice or whatever. That's and so, so I always had my hair braided. And then after a certain time, like everyone's getting older and my aunt had her own family now, like my cousin Tanya used to do my hair. And to this day, she's 
main person other than me that is doing my hair mm. since high school. Like she used to do the experimental braids. Like I used to have. I remember like the most experimental but fire hairstyle she gave me was in high school. It was like a rose. Like so she it's like an updo, but then the my hair became like a like a rose pattern, mm. like oh, wow. petals with the mm-hmm. hair. I was like braided back and then the back was like mm-hmm. a rose. Fire, <laughs> right? And. I guess for me, it wasn't that I wanted my, the only time I knew I wanted my hair straight was the beginning of sixth grade, like the sixth grade, first day of school. But after, and my mom tried to straighten it for me. And then after I realized like my hair doesn't really look yeah, like everybody straight. else, mm-hmm. I really don't care for it to be straight. I just like to have a nice fresh braid pattern. Mm-hmm. And if my hair, I always knew that if my hair is not fresh, I'm taking it out <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna make something work. And it was usually because I was in different extracurricular activities like swimming, or karate or whatever mm-hmm. tennis or whatever my hair is not gonna be straight yeah, it's not gonna last <laughs> so I put that thing in a ponytail it used to be a high ponytail right <laughs> right here the crown <laughs> and you know now it's now it's down here mm. that's my safe like my safe hairstyle that I know is not gonna do me wrong my hair is not done put that thing in a bun that no, <laughs> that's hilarious. So that has been my hair history, and then other than that, like for special events, I try to get my hair straightened because you know you try to look nice or whatever, presentable. But mm-hmm. it, my hair never lasts mm-hmm. straight. And then I guess for me recently, I guess in COVID, I I just knew that uh, I was trying to get my hair healthy, longer, whatever. But it this doesn't. I'm not consistent enough with my hair. I don't care. Like I didn't care enough. And once I realized I didn't care, I decided to dye it. Mm. And then since then, hair grows back. You should look by it. It is what it is. And I feel like this color is for me. So it's, it is for you. It is. I it agree. looks really good. Boom. Damn. Damn. Pieces. Is it for wow. you, Ashley? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this hair is for me. Yeah, Recent. this hair comes for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in my hair prime in high school. Mm-hmm. Like. But it got to the point, too, because, like, I want my hair a certain way. And, like, my mom is going to braid it, but she's going to braid it, like, a certain size. She's going to do it, like, well, even though my hair was just a little cute. Like, mom is going to give a little mohawk. Like, she tried. Like, she really did. And I just got to the point, like, I want my hair a certain way. So, like, my hair prime was definitely high school. Like, my cornrows, my shelf, I used to have, like, the little mohawks out, like, all braided. My hair out in the middle. My twist-ups, all my Janelle Monet flow for a minute when Mm -hmm. I had all, like, stuff going on. Then I was doing my own box braids and my own twists and all that. So, I think Mm -hmm. I was, like thriving there. That's when I used to do like my routine, like deep condition. That's when I was on Snapchat. Everybody at school used to be like, Danae, how we doing the hair this week? And I'm like, y'all already know, tune into Snapchat on Saturday. We're going to be, we're going to go through the hair, the deep condition routine together. They'll see me like, oh, this piece of my hair is still like has heat damage. If I did the whole bare thing and it still didn't work, then I would just cut it off that day. Like, it's fine. We're going to, we're going to vibe it out. Like it used to be a whole thing. Just chop it off. Well, like, so I would do, like, the treatment for a second. If you have, like, room temperature bear, mm-hmm. after you wash your hair, before you, like, do a full condition, you could do, like, room temperature bear, pour it over your hair, and, like, do that two or three times. If if your hair has heat damage, it'll help revert it. But once that doesn't work after, like, two or three times, that's it. But I was also doing box braids and all that right, stuff, so, you so could, you were okay. it didn't even matter, right? Once... And then same thing college. Y'all know I have my box. That's how y'all saw me, box braids. Literally. Everything that every you did, weeks, you were doing yourself. Yeah. And then we got to law school. We don't have time. We don't have time anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's that's the one. Honestly, um, I kind of want to. I wish I grew up around more black people here because I didn't have appreciation for my hair until Baruch when I was 
like I had more black friends because in high school every girl had it was white girls and mm-hmm. all the all of them had straight hair all of them had the attention all of them had whatever which other reasons too but um so like I just thought I'm gonna just straighten my hair and you know I'll get I'll get through high school whatever <laughs> and then in college like I started embracing the curls more and like even like my body too like I was very self-conscious about my body in high school because of the same thing they're all twigs mm-hmm. I'm not a twig <laughs> but um that wasn't too light so all of that stuff and wanting to lose weight whatever whatever like you remember like freshman sophomore year i was in the gym all the time mm-hmm. i was getting get i was a twig eating carrots right that's because i didn't feel comfortable with myself but like when i saw that everybody in the room was just like different. I, everyone had just different. exactly everybody was different in their own way and mm-hmm. nobody gave a gave a fuck sorry or like what anybody I, else would like exactly mm-hmm. outwardly sorry mm-hmm. So we just saw black people being black, right? You know so that I mean? to me was different. I didn't, I didn't, I have, I've never been exposed to that. It made me appreciate my hair, my body a lot more. So that's when the curly hair journey came out in COVID in general. Mm-hmm. Just taking care of my hair, taking care of myself and how I look with how I want it to be, not how other people are perceiving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then nowadays, my hair is killing me because. I'm stressed, so I'm losing a lot of hair. I've lost a crap ton of hair in the last year, and it is solely because of stress. Mm-hmm. And when I see my hairline is literally receding, mm-hmm. I'm sad because where yeah. did my hair go? But I can't help it because the tight hairstyles hairstyles help because I it's quick, it's easy, it's gel, a bristle brush done. Mm-hmm. But my hair is it's falling out. Yeah. You can see, right. I literally have like this area is balding a lot more. This area is like when I see these things, I'm like, okay, I'll grow it back. When I grow it back, I'm gonna be stressed for the rest of my life. What? Where does the hair grow back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, part. It's so it's just trying part. to find. And then even with my, if if I don't do the tight hairstyles, my hair has to be down. My curls look brittle and dry because I don't have time to deep condition. I don't have time to take care of my hair. So again, it just goes right back up because I don't have time for it. Which makes me sad. So now we're back in the cycle. <laughs> Hair takes a lot of time. It does take a lot of time. Really it, it, mm. But then again, like I, I work for a firm right now, and I don't want my hair to look bushy. I don't want my hair to look messy. I don't want it to look like weird or like you know, because everybody has straight hair in the office too. So that's a whole nother. It's trying to to not, and I'm representing my law school. I'm representing like black people in the office as well so it's like i need to look functional too so that i don't f- up for everybody else but beat that all the, you know so i'm just here i'm just a girl <laughs> oh that's been the hair fight previously and now and then you have people i'm gonna go another rant no go ahead then you have like people in my church who consistently tell their daughters Straighten your hair, straighten your hair. I've had to yell at parents at church, like, please stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Just let your kid have straight hair. Enough. And, like, my sister's sister-in-law has two girls, and the younger one goes to, like, a, a, a like predominantly white school in California, and she is three years old and already hates her curly hair because everybody in school is telling her, oh, why does your hair look like that? Mm-hmm. Or, mommy, my hair doesn't go straight like that. My hair is difficult, this, that, and the third. And she's like, I don't know how to reaffirm my child that her curls are beautiful. So when they see my curls out, they're like, Sarah, please help us with our kids. This and the third. Like, make, make, go, child, go play. Like, 
go play with her hair. Go tell her her hair is beautiful. Like, also, sure, I'll go tell her, but you're her mother. Go tell her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this I don't whole have thing, no kids. This whole thing with our community, because there's the word mancusha means, like, your hair is frizzy. Or, like, not literally, but, like, it's a, it's a negative connotation to, like, frizzy, frizzy hair. hair. Messy hair. Up and down, we use that left and right in the Egyptian culture. And it's like, bro, we're meant to have curly hair. Embrace it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know what else to tell you. But no, everybody wants to straighten their hair. <laughs> you were to have something. You remember? I was going to ask Ryan what was her hair history before we go into like hair and different and how mm-hmm. it like affects you. On a person. Yeah. Um, so I have like a combination of like everyone's experience because um, as a kid, my mom has always been very intentional about telling me I'm beautiful. Like that's always been her narrative with me. Mm-hmm. And my hair is so long, and this, that, and the third. And so my thing was never really straight hair, but it was always long hair, like mm-hmm. long, healthy hair. Like it didn't really matter to me too much, the the straightness or the curliness, but it just had to be long. long. Then mm-hmm. the whole thing about like, cause when I was young, 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 that we would do the bubbles and the pigtails mm-hmm. and like, it would work, like it would still do something cause it was long at the time. Then I remember my, my fourth grade dinner dance, we were going to get the straight hit, you know, the curls, because, um... So my fourth grade dinner dance, I remember, this was when we were going to go, my first time getting a real press, I was going to get the curls, and then, oh, she needs a trim, which makes sense, because, you know, at this point, I don't really trim my hair. Shorty cut my hair, and I don't know if she was just new to doing hair, but you know how there is ways you're supposed to cut, cut hair? My hair did not grow for eight years after that happened. Like, when I tell you... And it's also because I was a small kid, so my hair in perspective was long. So, like, as I'm growing taller, you would expect my hair was staying the same length throughout all of middle school and the first half of high school. That's maybe not eight years. Maybe that's, what, six years? But even still, that was wicked to, like, my self-esteem. So that's when the braids came in because it was, like, you can add on. And we didn't even do that for real because it was too grown, right? So at first it was just the braids with the beads. Then once I got to, like, Fifth grade, sixth grade, we could start adding a little bit of extension, but nothing too fancy because, you know, you're still a kid, be a kid. And so at that point, it was either I was going to get the braids done or my mom was going to do it. And she was also in an experimental phase because I'm her first daughter. And she, her and her cousin, she was the youngest one. So she didn't really get to practice doing hair on people, but mm-hmm. she had interest. And you know, she, I was her daughter. I was her little doll. Yeah. So now she's testing out styles on me that look crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Danae. I'm walking out the house like, bro, what is this thing that's on my head? <laughs> and I can't take it out because I don't know how to do it myself. And it's like, I can't, how I wanted to wear my hair was just out. And that wasn't valid either because it's too messy. Mm-hmm. It's unkempt. You look raga raga like you need to do something with your hair. So I started to learn how to do my hair from other people doing my hair. So like, I remember I taught myself how to braid. I feel like one of my aunts like braid on my head so like mm. I would sit there with a mirror and like watch mm-hmm. and like feel what it feels like wow. and, and literally do it myself mm-hmm. so then I taught myself how to braid hair I taught myself how to do twists then I taught myself how to do box braids the only thing I can't do on myself is anything with heat not touching my head with no flat iron or no hot comb because if somebody burns me I could blame them if I burn myself I could blame myself Who else is there to blame? so I'm not <laughs> I'm not touching my hair with nothing else straight but I since then like I feel like my hair journey kind of really kicked off in like early high school, right? Mm. I was feeling comfortable and confident enough in myself to actually experiment. And I was finally starting to see my hair start to change in length. So I was feeling a little more confident. Mm. This is also when the natural hair movement started. So I, I was feeling more comfortable and feeling more able to do my hair and not be embarrassed about how it looks when I walk out the house. 
And then we got to college and I started doing locks. I even felt also compelled to have a hair business that lasted all of two weeks. I don't because, that. Yeah, because it lasted two weeks. I was doing people's hair in a club room. And I, hair did you do? I did Aldo like Sears hair once. He was like the first person I ever did. It was horrible. It was so bad. But he was supportive. <laughs> so I appreciate his friendship. I did Ben's hair. I did uh, my friend from like elementary school's hair. I did my sister's hair. Once I did her hair... So I'm not doing hair no more, bro. <laughs> I don't have the customer service skills to tell people what they need to do in order for me to do their hair correctly. And then I was getting frustrated because the hair wasn't coming out good. Because mm-hmm. you can't sit in a couch with your head in the seat. And Tell me to shut up. <laughs> I, I realized that maybe I'm going to do it for myself. And if I would like to do this as a business, I could work on my craft and go forward. But since then, I've, I've gotten better. Like, before I remember being a kid, like, it wasn't so much that I wanted it straight, but like I just wanted it long. So I'll be like, Same. you know, when people in the movies get their hair wet, it gets longer, longer. right? It's all long and straight and silky. So I just stick my head in the shower like this. Like, maybe now it'll be straight. It was just Bro. horrible. My mom hated when I did that because she's like, no, I got to do your hair again. Like, But in my head, that was all it took to look like the people who I was trying to be. But, you know, as as life happens and you learn and you grow up in your experiences, it's like you can build confidence in your hair. But it's like... We were saying before, like, once my hair is not done, you're going to have to drag me out the house. <laughs> so that's what I was about to say. I feel like it's great that we've now gotten to a point where we're like, okay, we love our hair. Our hair is great. Adjacent. What? Love adjacent. Love adjacent. Oh, sorry. That, my brain today, I feel like y'all been saying something. I'm like, please repeat it. Please. <laughs> Everyone loves their hair. It's almost love. It's almost but love. But so on the flip side now, it's like, have we gotten too attached to our hair that when it's not, like, exactly mm-hmm. how we need it to be, how much of an effect that does that have on us mm-hmm. as individuals? Even how you were saying, like, you you could just look at your hair, up oh, damage snip. I would never. You talking about that? I would never do that. Well, the damaged hair has to go because then we, mm-hmm. it's not going to grow long. That's mm-hmm. just, for me, you don't let it grow. And for me, I dyeing my hair was just a, like, I've been, <laughs> I was thinking about it for so long. And I was also like, what is holding me back? Like, mm-hmm. I had to re- not like re- do a deep reflection because I never like had an attachment to mm-hmm. my hair. Yeah, like I just accepted my hair because my hair is not gonna be like the how I see it on during the natural hair movement. My hair is not the is not curly coily none of that mm-hmm. at that time. Um, it loosened up after I dyed it, but my hair was not coily whatever. Mm-hmm. The hair products that I use or the hair products that I use from the beginning mm-hmm. is not changing. I, I didn't have really the funds to be spending, spending and and trying all products. these other things. And, like, I really didn't have a genuine love for hair. Like, mm-hmm. my cousins were, my cousin was into hair. Like, I was like, okay, let me just do nails. I was into nails a little bit. I wanted to, I was in sports. Like, I was in high school playing sports, and I really was not the girliest girl for me to really care about my hair. It was only until, like, the late high school time where I'm sorry to do twist outs. I'm sorry to do a uh, high puff instead of a high bun that I always mm-hmm. used to do. So I used to do a high bun and then have a, a, a headband in the front every day. A, a different that's headband. A, that's a sports. That's a sports. A headband, 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 and a bun. And then that was all. Like no, literally. It's until I was like, "What is holding me back from dyeing my hair?" I've been thinking about dyeing my hair for two years. Why I'm not dyeing it? Mm-hmm. I did the, the color wax. Like the wax. Let's just do the plunge. I think it's funny that you say, like, I was in sports, but I was also in performing arts. So there's two very different worlds. You have to be in both. But I I just, I'm very attached to my hair. So Mm -hmm. I just, that's not, like, my reality at all. Like, even 
People are like, oh, Danae, you're gonna, you always got faux locks and you're gonna lock your hair? No, no, because tomorrow when I wanna do something, yes, I can put the wig on. I know how to make the wig. I know how to make the hair look like it's the, my, I know how to do all that. But I want people to say, this is my hair mm-hmm. that I just took out today. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do that if I decide to lock my hair tomorrow. Like, I wanna be that lady that grows old with the salt and pepper afro and it's just like obnoxious with the long hair. Yes, that mm-hmm. is me. But my grandkids struggling to braid it. I want that life for myself. Yeah. We've spoken about locking up my hair for the past, like, what, two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Has it happened? As you can see, no. No. But I also, I also have the thing, I wanted my hair to be long. Like, I, the same putting your hair in the water. Like, I used to love getting my hair washed because I used to feel it on my shoulders. <laughs> right? You stretch it out. Like, like, yeah. My hair is getting long, but it's all delusion. Because honestly, in my head, my hair doesn't grow. It's been the same length since forever. forever. So it's just the little washing the hair, filling it up. And then once in a while, like when I say once in a blue moon, that I would straighten out my hair. I've actually straightened out my hair more times that it's died than before. Mm-hmm. The once, the, the couple of times was called. We went to Houston. When we did the Honey and Sears Honey and Sears pod. We first la- launched it. Yeah. It was kind of like, what, two, That's three recent. times? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, because before, once, I want to say once in a blue moon, I felt my hair on my shoulder. It never lasted, though. <laughs> Past that, that too. And it went right up back into the bun. Wow. That's also I just love it being long. I was going to say, also, too, like, with the whole hair straightening thing, like, as somebody who used to straighten their hair all the time, that hair's not perm. That's also like you have the same way we train our curls. You have to train, train that as well. Straight. But so, but heat training and heat damage is different. So uh, no, I'm just saying like <laughs> one can revert and one cannot. Facts. But I was right. just saying like that's why your hair. And I'm not saying it needs to, but I'm saying like to give you the answer. That's why your hair is not going to last long when it's out it's because your hair is not used to being straightened in that manner. Like even recently, I think like when I straightened my hair for your birthday, the shades mm-hmm. of brown thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, my hair is not straight. And I was just like, your hair is straight. And I'm like, this is not straight. I can tell you it's straight is, and this ain't it. But that was the first time that I straightened my hair myself in my house with a regular flat iron mm. in years versus I was, the, I was the oven baby with yeah. the hair. Yeah, the Mercer. That's what it's called, Mercer? Whatever. Mercer, so. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. Oh, Marcel. Yes. Marcel. Marcel. I had to heat train my hair too. Only recently has my, my straight hair actually been staying straight. Like, and mainly because I don't like trimming my hair when it's blown out because I feel like when you blow it out, it's not straight enough to get a good trim. So I press it every time. So I, like, every like six months or so. But the first time we did it, I could show y'all the pictures. That sucker lasted maybe eight hours. I was there. Embarrassing. We and because I paid. You laughing. And then <laughs> she was mad tight. I was I my sick, sick to my stomach because it, it had been years yes. now because I was so comfortable in doing my hair naturally without using mm-hmm. heat. But like knowing that the next step in the process now for health and for growth is to start cutting it. That's what was going on. And then now it's at a point where it stays. But I also noticed in addition to the heat training, like as we age, our hair texture changes, changes. Yes. our hair pattern changes. With stress, things change. Like, I got, I just found this out. Like, one of my medications is actually like thinning my hair. So I'm here, like, my hair growing. No, the curls just looser. So it's going no longer. When in reality, I'm here, like, oh my gosh, it's getting so long. No, it's That's thinning. Real. It's falling out. So it's like, there's, there's also pros and cons to that because it's like, you, you appreciate your hair and how it looks, mm-hmm. but there's also so much appreciation for, how other people look. So like, when you're experimenting with hairstyles and stuff, there's always, cause you know, you see a lot of those videos, all 4C hair tutorial, maybe that's not 4C. 
and it's like you you see these 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 styles and these trends that you want to jump on and do like i you know how many claw clips i've broken trying to do the, the claw clip trend can't do it because the claw clip is not clawing the way it's supposed to but it's it's I think there's beauty in the differences and the growth and the changing as the years kind of yeah. go on. I think for me recently I've been saving more hair, natural hairstyles to do instead of seeing a hairstyle that is not of your hair mm-hmm. and then trying to replicate it. Because for me, I need to see someone that looks like me. Same thing with like with mm-hmm. body image also. Mm-hmm. I need to. I started following people that look like me. That started that had hair like me or mm-hmm. had a type of hair close to mine for me to not like get ideas or be inspired and get inspired from that instead yeah. of being inspired from other people that don't have my hair hair texture whatever and the whole thing of hair changing the products now but i recently redyed my hair when i in the end of september mm-hmm. before and now i feel like what is my hair doing mm-hmm. it's not really accepting the gel the same mm-hmm. way i've been using gummy and usually <laughs> i don't like hair control Edge control, I say hair control. Hair co- edge control, I said it again. <laughs> I don't like using edge control because I used to feel like it was so oily on my mm-hmm. hair. But now that's what's working, so. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, so yeah, going with that, though, like, they're changing, like, the formulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are changing, so it's actually, like, impacting your hair. Like, what I was saying to y'all before we got on the thing, mm-hmm. like, my, my scalp has been going through it. Mm-hmm. And, no, like, we still don't know what exactly is happening. Right. And my, same thing with Sarah in school, stress. Like right here, my hairline too has Side been fighting note. wars. And I'm just like, where are you going, buddy? Come back. Yeah, like dealing with that stuff, dealing with my scalp, like really, like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to function with my hair. I'm now self conscious if I have like my box braids or even stuff like that because I'm just like, do I have to go home and grease my hair every night? You shouldn't yeah. have to go home and grease your hair every night. Yeah. That's an issue. But is it is it the hair? Am I allergic to the hair? We thought I was allergic to hair. I'm over mm-hmm. here washing hair before I put the hair in my hair. It's not the hair, and I just don't it's know. You. <laughs> but it's also, okay. No, but it's also like, like, what do you, like, what do you do with that, and how? I guess, how do we now, like, how we move? Yeah, like, cause how do you go past the when when everything hits the fan or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. how do you go past that attachment to your hair in terms of like the way in which you look at yourself or just your body? Like, being in a place where you're not necessarily comfortable with how things are, or they don't, they're not reaching the expectations you want, whether it's your hair, your image, any of those things. How, like, how do we? Now, the problem mm-hmm. is the expectations you have for your hair, the expectations you have for your body. You just need to accept the way you are right now. But we, I understand we, you want to get better, you want things to be healthy, you want things to be longer, whatever, curly, whatever that you think the goal is, but the expectation. Sometimes it's unrealistic for where you are right now. Yeah. Like you have to un- add change, add mm-hmm. change and evolution into your expectations. Like at this point, I've been telling y'all, y'all gonna hit the second puberty. Like I hit the second puberty, mm-hmm. and I feel like this. I cannot operate the same way from before. Before, we, at least for me, I was very active. I haven't been active in. I cannot say. Oh, back in high school, I done graduated out of college. You gotta be like in mm-hmm. back to college. Mm-hmm. I was not active in college, right? Mm-hmm. Your body now slows down. You're, you're getting older. Your metabolism. Yeah, your metabolism changing. You're eating you're differently. You're tired. You're, you're tired. Going, you're stressed, which is real. That yeah. changes your whole chemical composition of no. everything. You got gray hair yet? No, I've been had gray hair though. No. I had gray hair like since high school. I grew my first one since working at this damn job. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right in the front. But it's also like accepting where you are and 
do what you can with what you have right now. You can't mm-hmm. be, I'm when I get this, when I do this, when yeah. I'm at this point, I'm not going to wait. Like I was saying before, I'm not going to wait until exactly. I get a certain place for me to enjoy it. Enjoy it right now. I right now you have the yeah. hair on your head. For all you know, tomorrow you might be bald. Alopecia, gone. Gosh. What you going to do? Where's the word? Not God forbid. No, 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 God forbid. That, that's, that's real. Mm-hmm. What you mean? I mean, we all I want, want my hair. We all would want to have hair, long hair, whatever hair it is, but... God forbid something happens. Listen, you have to move. Hey, honeys. This is part one of this week's Honey, It's Yours episode. Please be sure to listen to part two coming out next week.